What is up, guys? And welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. You're chilling with your host, Dylan, today. And again, I'm just chilling in the van. Uh, again, at Walmart. I'm not staying here tonight, but I just parked here because I'm going to my aunt's house in like an hour or so. And I just parked here so I could do my podcast. Um, I just got done reading, uh, I'm reading this book called The Celestine Prophecy by James Redfield. Um, it's kind of, it's like a fiction book, but it's, uh, like spiritually oriented. Um, I figured like, you know, I like reading, but I don't want to just keep reading like, uh, Neville Goddard and, uh, the like, um, so I decided to go for something that is just, just sparks the imagination, um, but it's pretty good so far, it is actually really good, I suggest you check it out if you're interested in, uh, that kind of stuff, um, I just drank some Starbucks coffee, uh, even though it's like seven o'clock at night, but I got a long weekend. We got the, the, um, the weekend off, or we got Thanksgiving, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off, so I got a long weekend, and, ooh, it's nice. Um, but yeah, something I've been pondering on, um, lately, you know, it's the same stuff, but like you know as you just like focus on it more you get more of it you get a a greater awareness of it and so i i realized that truly the whole world that the whole universe actually is in your imagination it truly is and um you know it sounds crazy at first but, um, you know, say for example, you, you're in your house, you wake up, you get ready for work, and then you leave your house. Well, when you leave your house, your senses are not telling you that your house is real anymore. So where does it exist? It only exists in your imagination and you have faith in that assumption that you're going to leave work or wherever you're at and return and your house is going to be there. You have absolutely no doubt in that assumption. That's all it is. It's an assumption. You know, there is absolutely nothing in the universe. If, if you're not directly in front of your house, there's absolutely nothing in the universe that is telling you that your house exists but yourself, in your imagination. And, you know, I, I'm finding that, you know, this is this is true. Like, there are all of these places, and as soon as I leave them, you know, if I was a purely, if I was a physical being, if my senses were the only true reality, then I wouldn't even know, I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be possible to know 
that something exists if I was not looking directly at it with my eyeballs. It would be impossible because if your senses gave you the full the fullness of reality, then only what's right in front of you would be real. But you know, you know that your house is real. You know that Walmart is real. You know that all of these places are real. And so when when you say say you want to go to the store but you're at home. Well, where is this store coming from? It's in your imagination. It is a place that exists in your imagination and you say I am going there and if you pay attention to it, if you pay attention to it before you even tell yourself that you're going there, you will find yourself imagining the store, imagining a a mental image of the store and you accept it right away. You accept that yes, this is real and I am going there. And you have full faith in that assumption that you will arrive at this place and the store is going to be there. You accept the end. You accept the end result of what you are intending to do, which is, in this case, going to the store. You accept that as a reality. You imagine yourself coming back with groceries and you imagine your uh, your cabinets full of food or whatever you know you may not be aware of this but just watch yourself before you do anything just watch watch your mind and you'll see that you imagine it first before it happens you know you could not possibly do anything without imagining it first and I don't know. It's just a very, very, like, very interesting. And so, you know, I'm starting to realize that everything exists in your imagination. If you can think of it, it is real. You know, I, I was thinking earlier, you know, how if my senses deny the fact that my house exists but I can say that it's real just by see just you know when you think of your house you have a mental image with it you will imagine yourself doing something there or just have a feeling about your house and you add reality to it by by feeling like it's real and if if you can do this with your house and your car and your family and everything, you know, when you're not directly looking at them, it is all within your imagination. And you can say, this is real. This is not. And so it is. And so it is. Um, and, you know, this this is like... Again, this is what I am saying the observer effect is saying is, you know, whatever you say is real, the observer effect will, you know, that's just proof of this stuff. It really is. It's proof. You say something is real in your mind and you feel like it's real. 
you assume that it exists and you feel that it is real in your imagination and you have faith in that assumption, you don't question it, you just accept it, no questions asked, and then it's in your world. And until that assumption changes, until you, you know, before anybody's house burns down or before anybody breaks into anybody's house, I bet you 100% that they are anxious about something happening to their house. 100%. I don't doubt it at all. And then, you know, we imagine all these horrible things and then when those things happen to us, we forget that we don't recognize our own our own doings. And so when this thing happens, we say, "Oh my gosh, like why does this happen to me?" And you know, this this is the legitimate explanation for all of the phenomena in your life. Um but yeah, I I was also you know, I was just thinking about it earlier and I'm like you know, as soon as there's a problem in your life, you are immediately offered the solution. You you know what the solution is. Like, you know, say if you went to jail, no, you would immediately know that the solution to that problem is to be out of jail. If you were, if you had no money, you would immediately know that the solution is to have money. If you were single and you wanted a relationship, you know the solution to that problem is a relationship. And all of these things, you know, we we see them in our mind, but then we deny that we're seeing them. We deny it. But I tell you, I tell you, if, if you can Im- imagine your house when you're not looking at it and say that it's real... Well, all you're doing is seeing a mental image and agreeing that you're seeing it right now. You're acting as if it's it's real right now. And so it is. But why why do we have all of that resistance to the solutions to our problems? You know, when when you're in prison and you want to be free, you think that you have to serve this long sentence. When you're broke, and you want, and the solution is having money, you just continue to prolong your suffering by believing that this this problem is more real than the solution. But if if it's in your mind and you're seeing it, you're seeing it. That's it. You're seeing it. You know, it's not, it's not just some wishful thinking or daydreaming type of thing you are actually seeing that right now it is a real thing right now and you're seeing it but you don't want to believe it you don't want you just can't believe it you can't believe that you are actually seeing this thing right now and um you know that is why we never we never outgrow from where we are now because we can't believe that you know, these good things can happen to us. We don't believe we deserve it. We don't believe that it's meant for us. We don't believe that it's real. Well, if you don't believe that that's real, then you better stop believing that your house is real when you're not looking at it. 
You know, if these other things are not real that you're imagining all day, then you can't say anything that is in your mind is real. And I tell you, if you did that, I don't even know what would happen. Your world would just disappear, honestly. Your house would go away. All of your money would go away. Everything would go away because you don't you don't believe any of it's real. Um you know, that's why I I don't believe in this is too good to be true. Nothing is too good to be true. Anything is possible. But uh So I I've had a couple a couple cool manifestations lately that were I don't know, they were interesting. Like they're not crazy, you know, they're not oh, I got a billion dollars or, you know, nothing like that, but you know, they are just you know, more proof for me. That's all I care about is just gathering proof for myself and and having trust in this this law, this law that imagination creates reality. Um so Yesterday, I was at work, and um, we play Uno on breaks, and, uh, you know, I ne- these people were in the break room that I've never played Uno with, but before I even played, before I even went to the break room, I was like, I won this game of Uno, and, um, you know, I had a mental, like, video I guess of just like me feeling like I won and everybody else being like oh come on man like you know just just naturally what would happen when you win and other people don't uh I I saw it you know I literally in my mind you know I blocked out what my senses were saying that I was seeing you know I was looking at uh the warehouse but i focused more on my mental image i was like this is what i'm seeing right now this outside thing that's what i'm looking at but this is what i'm seeing i am seeing myself already having won this this uno game and i didn't care how it would happen i didn't care you know, how long it would take or whatever. I just saw the end and while I was playing, there were a couple times that I, it seemed as if I was going to lose, but I was like, I already, I already know how this is going to play out. Like I saw it and, you know, if I'm seeing this and it's real right now, well, I saw that. So that's real. And um, I ended up winning the Uno game. And it played out exactly how I imagined it. The people that were playing were like, oh, come on, man. And I was just like, yeah, I won. Um, so, you know, it it's not... You know, that's like easy to just pass off or whatever. But I know what I did. So I don't care what anybody else has to say about it because I know what I did. And then also in the same day, one of my friends at work was like, 
because uh, today is our today was our last day before the holiday uh and she was like man i hope we get out early and i was just like don't worry i'm on it we're already we already are getting out early you know i i'm getting to a point where i can just speak these things with confidence and um and so in that moment i just saw in my mind i saw us or I saw myself in my van feeling like I left work early today. I brought I brought that future moment to the present and I felt as if it was happening right now. And then I moved on. And then throughout the day, today, anytime I even thought about leaving, I just was like, oh yeah, we're leaving early today. Uh, nobody told me any of that. Nobody told me we were leaving early. I was just telling myself. I was just like, yeah, we're leaving early today. Remember? And, um, and then we ended up leaving at 2.30 or 2 instead of 5.30. Um, and then I was like, see, dude, I told you we would get out early. And one of my friends is like, we always leave early on the day before a holiday. And I was like, ah, psh, I don't care. I know what I did. Like, either way, like, I imagined it first. So, you know, and it's always going to feel insanely natural. It's going to feel like it would have just happened anyway. It's never going to feel like some magical thing happening. It's just going to feel like it's natural because in my mind... I made it natural. I made it a natural expectation. I just knew. I know what is to come because I saw it already. And uh oh, also today I was uh I was skateboarding around and usually like when I skateboard, I like I look for change on the ground and I just pick it up cuz it adds up, honestly. Like, there's been a couple times that I've filled up my little bag with change and had, like, 40, 50 bucks in there. Um, so, it's... I don't know. And plus, I just feel like I'm getting paid to skateboard, which is cool. Um, but I noticed that while I was skateboarding around, I was looking for it. I was seeking this change on the ground. And the thing is, when you're doing that, you're in a state of not having what you want. When you're looking for it, when you're trying to get it, when you're seeking it everywhere, you are just in a state of not having it. And your state, your state is expressed. Your state is expressed, and that's that's what manifests is uh, things that match your state of being. And so, I wasn't finding any change on the ground. And it was purely because I was searching for it. I was looking for it. You know, anytime I found change on the ground, it was never when I was seeking it i would just naturally like look down and there'd be money 
And so I caught myself doing this and I was like, dude, you're seeking, you're, you're looking for something that you already have, like stop. And then I just went about enjoying my skateboarding and, um, I, I was about to be done and I just, uh, I just start heading towards the van and I get to the van and literally right in front of the van in the parking spot in front of me there's like I wasn't looking there but I saw this shiny thing in the corner of my eye and I look over and it's a quarter on the ground and I walked out in front of my van when I got out and I didn't see this quarter on the ground and you know again none of these things seem very very convincing or spectacular but the thing is like I I know what went on in my mind I know what I was doing in my mind and I saw what happened in my world after the fact of what I did in my mind and you know that that's the thing that's the thing it's not about the physical stuff that manifest it's about what you learned from it what what it's about seeing how you created that event how you uh how you were what your state of being was when you encountered that that event um and in all of these three cases it was i was confident that well, in the first two, because uh, I I didn't really imagine any money. I just, like, set the intention to find change on the ground, which is enough. Um, but in the first two cases, I was confident that what I saw in my mind was real. And then I walked, I went about my day as if what I saw was real. Like it was just any other real thing I've seen in my life. I didn't make a huge deal out of it. I didn't obsess over it. I didn't think about it all day, every day. I just saw it and then I knew what I saw. And I knew, I knew that it was real. And then in the case of the money, I just, you know, I was in a state of not searching for what I want. I know that I already have it, and it's within. It's within. It's not, you're never going to find what you need externally because everything is internal. Um, You know, this whole world, it seems like it is without, but it's actually within. It is within. You know, this whole thing is taking place in your mind. The universe is mental. There is no external reality. It's all subjective. There is no objective. There is only subjective. My, that's why my reality is completely different than yours. And that's why our, me and you, our reality is completely different than like Joe Biden or Donald Trump. Because it's not objective. There is no objective truth. There is only subjective truth. I think, I don't know, there might be objective truth. Like, the objective truths might, 
I would say that those are just like the laws that govern nature. But, you know, I, I don't know. But the things that happen in your life are purely a result of, of you. Of you and your mind. And what you are producing in your mind. And what you are believing. And what you are accepting as real. That's, that's what's true for you. If you say it's real, it's real. Um, and I don't know. Like, you know, it's just like a dream. You know, when you're in a dream... It looks just like this. It looks like there is all this external stuff. But really, where is it taking place? It's in your mind. There's no outside. It's all inside. But it looks like it's outside of yourself. It, all these things look like they are outside of you. But they're not. They're a part of you. They're in your mind. They're in your mind. And, um, you know, I, I, I see it as, like, this waking state of consciousness is the same as sleeping. Or sleeping is the same as awake. Um, I don't know. Like, all, all of these, you know, I, I set the intention... To go to Walmart. I made it real in my mind. I saw it in my mind first. On my way here. I was seeing myself in the parking lot. I was seeing myself at Walmart. I was seeing. All the things that are by Walmart. In my mind. Before I even saw them physically. And. I had absolutely no resistance. To the fact that it it's real. You know, the thought of Walmart, I wasn't like, oh, I don't know if that's real. I just know that it's real. And so the whole thing, this whole, you know, I was over by the mall and then I started on my way to Walmart. That trip to Walmart was the unfolding of my my intention. That whole trip was just the un unfolding of my intention. That's it. I was watching the whole thing unfold. And here I am at Walmart. Just like I envisioned it. And we do this all day, every day. Every single thing you do, you imagine it first. You couldn't raise a finger without first imagining it. Try it. Just try it. Try not to think about lifting your finger. Try not to think about... Uh, you know, some people might say, oh, well, what about breathing? You don't think about that. Well, yeah, but are you noticing that? Are you noticing your breath when you're not thinking about it? Probably not. But as soon as you become aware of it, as soon as you become aware of it, then you're, you're like literally breathing manually. So you see, like when you're not aware of something, it's like it's not even there. You know, when I'm walking, half the time I don't even feel my legs moving. I don't, if I'm like talking to somebody while I'm walking, I'm not aware of my legs, let alone half of my, my physical body. And so it doesn't even feel like it's there. 
But as soon as something happens, as soon as something touches my leg, I become aware of it. I become aware of it, and then it's a real thing again. You know, it's hard to explain, but uh, your awareness is what makes things exist. You know, when you're sleeping, when you start going to sleep, you're not aware of your physical body. You're not aware of anything in this world. You lose focus completely and then you enter a whole new world that we call a dream. Well, I'd say that dream is just as real as this. It's a world that exists within you. Just like this world. This whole world exists within you. Every person you know exists within you. And I exist within you. And you exist within me. We're all, we're one mind. But we're all our own points of view of this mind you know the only difference between me and you is what we what we say is real in our mind that's it that's really it you know if if we completely wiped every single belief and thought and idea and feeling we had we'd all be the same person we just look different um but yeah, I kind of like started I started realizing that there's there's like two two versions of you in the in this world. There's the outer man or woman, you know. I just say man as in like human. You know, there's the outer you and the inner you. And I was thinking of it earlier and you know, say something something crappy happens like somebody comes up to you and they they're telling you that you owe them owe them money or something and so your your sense man your outer person is showing you this undesirable thing but if you go within you can just see that this has already paid off or that this person uh got their money and they they're not asking you anymore which 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 person which version of yourself do you want do you trust more which one is going to hurt you and which one is going to take care of you i'd say the inner man the inner person that can show you anything you want at any time you know if you're if you're always living by your senses you have to wait for stuff you have to wait to see what you want you have to wait and you, you, 99% of the time, you don't see what you want. You have to put in an effort to see it. But if you turn to the inner man, the inner woman, the inner you, you can see whatever you want without weight, without any effort. All it takes is a mental image. And like I said earlier, if you can see something externally with your eyes and say that's real, but you can also look internally and see your house and say that's real. Well, why wouldn't you apply that to everything? You know, why not see what you want to see? Hear what you want to hear. Just try it. Just try it. Just next time something doesn't go your way, don't listen to what your senses are telling you. Don't listen to the outer man. Go inside Go within 
and see what you want to see, hear what you want to see, or hear. Feel what you want to feel. Taste what you want to taste. And just believe in it. Just believe that it is real and it is done. And you, you know, trust that inner man, that inner person to have it happen. Don't question how. Treat it like, treat that as like your best friend. You know, if your best friend tells you, I got you on this. Are you going to question him or are you going to trust him? You know, if he's your best friend and you've been through all this stuff together and they never let you down, then why would you why wouldn't you trust him to to keep his word? You know, that this inner person is offering things to you all the time and you say, "No, I believe the sense man. I believe the outer man. I believe what my senses tell me." I believe that that's real and what's in my mind is just fake. Well, if whatever's in your mind is fake, then as soon as you leave your house, it's gone forever. It doesn't exist anymore. If, if you think everything in your mind is fake, then you shouldn't ever, 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 ever be worrying about something that's not right in front of you. I'm just saying it how it is, you know? Like, I'm not trying to convince anybody, but this is, this is my, this is what I'm finding to be true. You know, there's so much more to life than meets the eye. You know, what meets the eye is barely anything. What meets the eye is like 0% of reality. But in your mind, that's the whole reality. You can see anything and everything. You could... You could literally travel the universe in your mind. You could. Because the whole thing is within you. There's nothing separate from you. It's all within you. And we all exist in each other. In imagination. And so... And so... You know, consciousness is the only reality. It really is. You know, there is nothing that exists out... Just think of it. Have you ever been able to have a thought outside of your mind? Have you ever been able to see anything outside of your mind? Would you even be able to experience anything outside of your mind? You can't even fathom it. You can't. It's like trying to think of what's past the edge of the universe. It's incomprehensible. You can't. You can't even fathom it because it's impossible. And so if you're seeing everything through your mind all the time, you know, your mind is literally the only thing you ever experience. It's the only thing you ever, ever experience. And, um, you know, this is why I don't believe in the word insanity. I don't believe in the word crazy. I don't believe in any of that. I don't even believe in the words depression or bipolar or any of that. Because I know that it's all just states. States of consciousness that you can escape. You don't have to be there. You don't. You know, what What does, what does crazy even mean? It just means that there's a difference in realities. Well, everyone's reality is different. No two people see the world the exact same. So if one person's crazy, everyone's crazy. 
If one person is insane, everyone is insane. You know, in this depression stuff, it's just you're stuck in a state. You're stuck in a state of mind and you can't pull yourself out. Well, you believe that you can't pull yourself out, so you can't. You believe that there is no escape, no hope. But you're blind. You're, you're, you're blind. And so you can't get out. But you can. You just don't want to admit it. Because you don't know what... You, you can't comprehend what it, would, what it would be like. You're so set in your ways. And like I said... Like I said... Your entire external world... Will confirm your state of being. So when you say you're depressed, you know, people will argue that as, oh, well, I have a chemical imbalance. Well, you have a chemical imbalance because you're in a state of depression. If you changed your state of being, that chemical imbalance wouldn't even be there. It wouldn't exist anymore. It wouldn't. You know, this this is why I think it, you know, when people say, oh, I'm stuck like this. I can't change. I just... Okay, buddy, you're crazy. Not crazy. You're just blind. You are literally blind. You are cutting yourself off from what it is that you want to experience because you say it's not real. When all it takes, all it would take, if you are quote-unquote depressed, all it would take is for you to stop saying that you're depressed and stop Stop feeding, stop feeding that, that state of mind. Just drop it and move on. You know, it's easier said than done, but that's how it is. You know, no, no depressed person is going to get better if they keep on focusing on how depressed they are. You know, eventually they'll end up jumping off a cliff. And it, it would all be done by themselves. It would all be done by them. But they would sit here and blame everything else but them. They would say, oh, this made me sad. No, you made yourself sad. And then you manifested that circumstance in your life because you were so sad. That's just how it is. Just think. Just think. Nobody wants to sit there. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that. You know, depressed people are bad. I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm just saying that they are focused on what they don't want. They're not focused on what they do want, which would be to not be depressed anymore. They're stuck. And I'm not saying it's bad to be stuck. I get stuck. But, uh, I forgot where I was going with that. I forgot, but... You know, it it truly is. It's you can't blame anybody or anything else for the way that you are. You have to own your life. You have to own who you are and what's going on in your mind all day. You know, nobody else is putting that stuff there. You you are the only thinker in your world. Just think of that. In your world, you are the only thinker. There is nobody else that can think a thought for you. There is nobody else who can feel a feeling for you. There is nobody else that can imagine something for you. You know, they could. 
They could think something about you, but you can't experience that thought, so it doesn't even exist for you. If you can't experience it, it's not, it doesn't exist. If you can't experience it, it's, it's useless. But, um, ah, uh, what was I going to say, dude? <sighs> There's a cat in the parking lot. I might end up stealing that thing later. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's really fun. It, it, you know, I used to be depressed. I used to be addicted to drugs. And those two things are are things that most people say are pretty much incurable. They would say most people will say that it's impossible. Once you're an addict, you're always an addict and most depressed people act as if it's something that is going to last forever. But I'm living proof that that's not true. And if it's if if I can make it not true, you can too. Because I was bad. I was bad. You know, I don't sit here and think about it all the time though because it's I'm grateful for it now. I'm grateful for being how I was because it was what I needed at the time. And I think most people don't understand that wherever you are right now is exactly where you should be. Even if it's sucky, you know, you are experiencing what you need to experience right now so you can learn. So you can learn how to overcome that and become stronger you know you're not you're not gonna get anywhere in life by staying in the same spot you're not gonna get anywhere in life by thinking that you're a victim to all of these circumstances you're not gonna get anywhere by not having confidence in yourself you know it you should be able to have a have a vision, have a dream, and believe that you can do it. And do it. That's how it should be. That's what you're supposed to be like. You're not meant for failure. You're not meant for sob stories. You're not meant for all this stuff. You're meant to create the life that you want. We're creators. We are literally God in human form. All, every single one of us. You know, who do you think that being is within you? It's not, for me, it's not Dylan. Dylan is what the world calls me. Before I even had a name, who was I? All, if I could say anything about who I was, all I could say is I am. And we've said it before. God's name is I am. It says it in the Bible a billion times. And uh, oh, I remember what I was gonna say earlier. Um, but like in the case of a depressed person, you know, like I said, not all, you know, no depressed people are bad. They're not to be condemned or anything. But when you think of it, would you really want to spend your time around somebody who's sad all the time? You know, it. That sad person, you know, when they're in their state of sadness, they wonder why nobody wants to be around them. 
They wonder why they're so lonely. They wonder why this. They wonder why that. And they don't ever realize that it's because of the way that they are. You know, I, I'm not here to condemn anybody, but this is just an example. It's an example of your state of being causing the circumstances in your life. You know, when I was sad and lonely feeling all the time, I was, I was always having a reason to be sad. I was always lonely. And it was because of the way I was. And then once I changed the way that I was, now there's people, not, there's people that want to talk to me all the time. I don't feel alone even when I'm by myself. I don't feel sad because there's nothing to be sad about. I am alive. Is there anything is there any reason to be sad if you are alive? You could just not exist. Even the shitty stuff that's going on in your life, be grateful cuz you could just be experiencing nothing. You could just not be here at all. So even, even the bad circumstances in my life, I'm just like, this can't even bring me down because it's existence. I get to experience something rather than nothing. You know, we're all so ungrateful, so ungrateful just for existing. You know, we want this, we want that. We focus on what we don't have, but we never focus on what we do have. And I tell you, we have the entire world. Nobody owns the world. Everybody owns the world. I own the entire world. You own the entire world. I have my own slice of heaven, which is my personal experience. And you have your own slice of heaven. And you can do whatever you want with it. You can choose whatever you want for your piece of heaven. I'm choosing to make it a heaven on earth. I'm choosing to make it a lovely, beautiful thing. But most of these people out here these days are are living in a, a hell. And it's not because some God made it that way. It's not because of karma. It's not because of any external thing. It's because of the choices that you make. It's what you are creating by the way that you are being. It... it I hate to say it, but that's the truth of it. You know, if you're in a living hell, it's because you are creating that. If you are in a living heaven, it's because you created that. There's nobody outside of you that made you. There's nothing outside of you that made your life the way it is. It's all you. And you can either accept that and start making the changes that you want, or you can reject it and continue living not knowing why things happen in your life. I don't care. I don't care what you choose. I'm just speaking from, from what I've experienced. I'm speaking from truth. You know, there, there's no way around it. This is the truth. There's no, way, there's no other way to make a change in your life other than to change yourself. Really, honestly. You know, like... Even when you get out of high school and you want to go to college, you, you have to choose to go to college. Nobody can choose for you. It's not just going to happen. You have to choose. You have to envision it and believe it. No one else is going to do it for you. You know, like, 
Every single thing that happens in your life, you choose. You choose. And, you know, the people the people that complain about their life all the time, it's just annoying. It's honestly just annoying at this point because I've told people hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times that you create your reality. And they all say, oh, yeah, that's all well and good, but this happened the other day and I'm so pissed about... Well, that you're holding on to something that does. you can just say it doesn't exist anymore. And you can move on and make something better. But no, you choose to hang on to it and you choose to hold a grudge and lower yourself and then you attract even more circumstances into your life that are based around the state that you're in. You know, when I was when I was a drug addict, I was always surrounded by people that are doing drugs all the time. But as soon as I stopped, I barely even am around people that smoke weed anymore. And it's not that I forced anything to happen. I didn't make anything happen. I didn't cut anybody off. I didn't do nothing. I just naturally moved away from those people. And they naturally just didn't have interest in me anymore because we didn't have anything in common. And it's all because I changed who I was. Nobody else did anything. Sure, I might have gotten help, but I chose to get the help. So at the end of the day, who are you going to say is in charge of your life? It's not anybody else. It's not any external God. There's nothing outside of you. Nothing at all. Nothing outside of you even exists. It's all within all of this stuff that looks like it's outside of you, it's just something subjective that was objectified. That's it. You know, if I didn't first imagine being at Walmart and accept that as a truth, I wouldn't be here right now. It wouldn't be a part of my experience. It's just plain and simple. And I'm telling you guys, like, there... There is true magic to be to be had here, you know, and it's not even really magic. It's just how things are. But, you know, we've been taught that, oh, you go, all this other stupid bullshit is important, but it's not. It really isn't at all. You know, all you need to do is have a dream and faith. That's it. You don't need anything else. And both of those things come from you. No one can give you faith. No one can tell you what you want. You do that. And I tell you, once you start diving into the world of imagination, oh, it's so fun. It is so fun. You know, I can sit here and I can literally put myself, you know, I could close my eyes and start imagining something. And I play through this scene one time, and I'm like, okay, what do I see? I see all this. And then I play through it again, and I'm like, what do I feel physically? Oh, I feel this this, this steering wheel in my hand. Just try it. Just try it. Imagine that you're holding a tennis ball right now. Just pretend that it's there. And then just focus on it. Just can you feel the texture of that tennis ball? I know you can. And if you say you can't, you're lying. You can. You just have to you just have to ignore 
your physical senses. Ignore it and go within and you will feel this tennis ball. Well, how can you feel it? How can you have a physical feeling of something that isn't present? That doesn't exist. That would be impossible. But I can, I can go in imagination and I can loop the scene once and I can see it. And then the next time I can see it and I can feel it physically. And then the next time I can smell it. And the next time if there's something to taste, I can taste it. And then I can hear stuff. All within me. All within me. And then I can just sit there and get lost in this in this image, this little movie. And the more I get lost in it, and the more I, I, I contemplate on it, the more real it becomes. And soon, it's I'm literally experiencing that thing. And I tell you, you can experience anything you want in your imagination. And then in, in a way that nobody knows, nobody can devise it, you know, nobody can plan how it's going to happen, but it will objectify itself in your world. And it's all because you, you decided that it was real. You gave it reality because you are a God and God is a life giving spirit. If I, if I can take something in my mind that is not a seen thing by, by the physical world yet, and I can see it, and I can say it's real, and I can add all of, these, all of this sense of reality to it, and then it shows up in my world, who can I say that God is? When I know that I did that. I can't... I can't there would be nothing in me that would say that there's an external God if I, if I did that. Nothing. There'd be not a doubt in my mind that the being that is in me, not this physical body, this is just a costume. You know, we're all God. We're all this one being dressed up in, in all these costumes. Experiencing what it's like to be a human. So it's not this physical body. It's not this Dylan person that is God. No, it's the very center of my being. The thing that says I am. That is God. And that's just your awareness of being. What am I aware of being right now? If I wasn't aware of being a human, I wouldn't be a human. I wouldn't. Without your awareness, there would be nothing. If you weren't aware of anything, there would be nothing. At all. If you weren't aware... If I wasn't aware of being in my van right now, then I wouldn't be in it. If I wasn't aware of being at Walmart right now, I wouldn't be there. If you weren't aware of listening to this podcast, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. It's just simple. It's simple. But we've, we've all got so lost in the dream. We've all got so, so, we believe so much that we are this person, that we are this physical body. We believe it so deeply that this kind of stuff just immediately gets shrugged off because it goes against everything that you believe. But I tell you, once you start believing 
that you are the God spoken of in the Bible and all the other religious texts. Once you start believing it, you'll find out that it's true. And you'll start creating your world, using your imagination, imagination to shape your entire life. You know, it, it's truly amazing. It's truly amazing. It's truly amazing. You know, I feel so blessed to just have stumbled upon this knowledge. You know, I feel like it was supposed to happen. And I feel like it's going to happen for everyone at some point. You know, maybe not in this life. I don't know if there's a next life. You know, I'm pretty certain that there is, but I can't prove it. But if not in this life, then the next. You'll be here as long as it takes until you realize that you're God. And you know, I I slip up sometimes, you know. Sometimes I get lost in the in the dream again, but that's just part of the process. That's just part of the process. And you know, I don't care who calls me crazy. You know, like I said in my last episode, people called Einstein crazy, people called Nikola Tesla crazy, people called Every great mind in history crazy because they believed in something that nobody else saw. They saw it in their mind and they believed it. And people called them crazy. And then it became a fact in the world. And now they're some of the greatest minds in history. So I don't care what anyone thinks about it because I know I'm not crazy. I know that I know what I'm experiencing. So I have, I have no reason to look to anybody or anything else for confirmation. I don't need approval from anybody else because I'm not here for you. I'm not here for anything but my spiritual growth. That is my purpose. And if you want to impede on my purpose and call me something, well, go ahead. It doesn't matter to me because I am the truth in my life. You don't know anything about me. Most people who try to judge me probably don't even know my name. They don't even know anything about me. But I know things about me. So who who should I believe? Probably me. And that, that goes for all of you guys too. You know, these people that you think, oh, they're judging me. Well, you're just judging yourself. That person knows absolutely nothing about you. If you're out in public and you think people are judging you, well, even if they are, who cares? Because they don't know you. It doesn't matter. You know you. You know that you're awesome. You know that you're fucking lit. So what does it matter what anyone else thinks? It doesn't matter. Don't try to prove anything to anyone else. Prove it to yourself. And just let everyone find out. Let all the disbelievers find out when they can see it with their eyes. Just, that's it. But I got to get this podcast cut off. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, again, oh, also, I don't know if I mentioned in the last episode, but we're past 50 episodes now. Um, but again, I have my Reddit page, r slash conscious creation club. And... Um, I got the listener support up on here. So if you want to make a donation, go ahead. I don't care if you do or not, whatever. 
Um, but until next time, have a good time, and I love you, and go create some miracles, baby. Peace.